Hey, folks, welcome back to Coaching Falcons. I'm going to continue with my Track Guys interviews from last week. This is Track Guys Part 2. I hope you enjoy. I thought, you know? I thought it was helping me. Yeah. It wasn't. It, it wasn't. wasn't. It wasn't in the barn either because I remember I used to put it in the barn because that shit yep. right there. Yep. Uh, I remember it usually goes in there. Uh, and, and I remember uh, – and that's the funny thing is, see, uh, that's the thing about being a field, uh, you know, a, a jumper is that you still have to do all the sprint workouts. And then you have to go over there and, and do your jumping and your uh, for high jump and uh, long jump. And so by the time I was, you know, by the time I got over uh, uh, to do my field events or practice my field events, too, I think everybody else is kind of like, you know, warming, you know, uh, you know, finishing up cool down yeah right. doing a cool down ready to leave i was like well that must be nice yep yep that that's, cool that's the only part about jumping i was i was the same way i was a jumper you know uh but yeah the 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 other thing that i i did and you guys think thought it was crazy was that you know having to warm up with the sweats on you oh, know yeah. and it would be 95 degrees <laughs> you still have to warm up with those sweats on yeah yeah, I, that was horrible. Yeah, I, I know, I know. But you know, <laughs> the second year that I was the head boys track coach there, we ran Pike, and it was a sunny day, but it was um, about fifty degrees, and in about five minutes, I had seven hamstrings that went because number one, people didn't warm up. And number one, they did. Number two, they didn't keep the sweats on. And so the next week, I start mandating that everybody warms up with your sweats to get your muscles, get those muscles warm. And to to the last day that I coached track and field, after that, I never had anybody to pull a hamstring. I remember having those conversations about, you know, about how awful it was, especially once you got into May and it was hot. Um, and I, yeah. I Mute CJ. Mute CJ. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's something you said or just something I remember you potentially saying, but like you got, you had had enough and you're like, you know what, you idiots, roughly speaking, <laughs> you're, we're in this meet next week and your hammies don't go playing. You're going to thank me and we're going to be in good shape. And we were like, all right. Um, but speaking of, you know, toughen, how to toughen you up, I remember also the um, every, you know, March, you reemphasizing, you know, hey, we've got an all weather track for a reason. You know, we, we can run in all weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so we did do some indoor stuff in the winter, but I feel like as soon as March 1st, it, even if there was snow on the track, which I remember a couple of those, um, we were out there, and you were fine with it because you had some sort of fancy Gore-Tex insulated uh, <laughs> suit, I yeah. feel like. And the rest of us were wearing Walmart sweats. So, but you know, it, it helped, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have that insulated Gore-Tex sweatsuit. I've had it for about twenty-five years. <laughs> but yeah, those are those are tough. It's it's tough to be in Indiana and to. Um, work out with the way we work out. And the other thing, it's really, really cold once we start the season, which is in February, usually the first Monday in February. And it's tough to get those early seasons uh, on there 
on the books because the weather is so terrible. Um, the the only time we ever beat Warren Central is a, a freak day because you know they came to Perry, and I swear the they the doors of their bus opens and it started snowing. Five minutes later, the sun was back out. We go back out and it started sleeting. We go back in the gym. Ten minutes later, the sun is back out. We go back out there. Then it starts raining. And so they were psychologically all messed up and we sneaked the meat in on them and, and beat them. That was the first and only time that we beat Warren Central in a, uh, a track meet. You know, so... Those are the weather or something else. Um, you guys remember, I, I think, Eric, I think we went up to Anderson uh, for a track meet, and there just happened to be a tornado, tornado warnings back in Indianapolis. And we were traveling back to Indianapolis, and I told you guys, I may have been in my little minivan or something like that. I said, if I pull underneath this overpass because of this weather, you guys get the hell out, either get in the ditch or get way up in the corner of the overpass because a tornado is going to come through here. And right. it, it didn't happen, but that was probably the closest it, uh, we came to being involved in something like that. The other weather incident happened when we were at Noblesville. You remember this? And the Noblesville meet, we all had to go inside the middle school and the um, uh, the meet was delayed. It was right towards the end of probably April or so on. And remember Jesse Wilson, uh, his mom was there yeah. because he had to go back to the school for to get in the National Honor Society or something like that. And he was crying, not because of the track meet was being postponed. But because he had he was going to miss being yeah. awarded something. And so his mom was there and she goes, Mr. Johnson uh, or Coach Jay, um, I have got to take him back or he's going to have a fit. And he was literally inside the middle school crying. And I wanted to huh. say, man, you big Wilson. Coach Thornton looks at me and looks at him <laughs> like. He's he's really over there crying. I go, man, get out of here, Miss Mrs. Uh, Wilson. Take yeah. him, cause I I don't want to see a grown man cry. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but I those remember. are. Go ahead. I said I'm so in middle school. I don't know if Andy remembers this, but uh, you remember uh, when we first uh, went against? Uh, I think it was uh, Grand, not Grand Valley, Fall Creek. And Fall Creek had, Valley. Yeah, and they had uh, Josh Wheat. They looked like a grown man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was a grown and, man. At yeah, the I remember that. 15. He was like, and this man, they was like, because there was rumors like, hey, man, this kid ran a 10, like I ran a 10-9 or whatever case. So I remember uh, uh, a couple of times because, uh, you know, in middle school, uh, you know, you had, you, know, you had like three, you had three teams competing, four teams competing all the time. And, and so... I remember just seeing like this uh, uh, when, you know, when there was a, you know, a uh, hundred meter or 200 meters, whatever, you know, they usually go the, the faster ones, you know, are the last ones. So I was probably the second heat, third heat or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and so I just remember like, man, I just, heard, I just remember sprinting 
to hurry up and get uh to get my uh to get done so I can get back to the uh to the uh to the finish I mean to the start front the start line so I can see Andy uh race this grown man. <laughs> so, I was, so there were like there would be a couple times I'm like man like I, I just want to see it I was like I don't remember seeing it and then do you remember I remember uh uh when Andy like I guess he was getting a lot of publicity that uh Nate Moore's brother Jared was it? no not, not Travis uh, well, Travis yeah Travis yeah. came over and he's like so I just came to see this little I just came to race this uh this little uh this kid out here is pretty fast or whatever and he looks over at you was like is this it right here. And uh, I don't remember if you beat him or not, but I did race. And I did race, and I do remember that. And I was like, man, you know what? Hey, this team may be actually pretty damn good. If You know, we got high schoolers coming over here uh, wanting to race us. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. And so, and um, I rem- also uh, recall there were a lot of kids. That's the thing, like, people don't realize. There were a lot of kids that didn't make it because of academics or, or whatever else. I mean, there was a kid. I don't. You remember Jeff? Uh, he only played. He only ran track. Jeff uh, Holman. Yeah. Je- I mean, that boy. I mean, I think. I mean, he he only ran track, so he wasn't eligible throughout the year. Yeah. Uh, and 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 just he's just one of the kids that you know got lost through yeah. you know through whatever happened. But I just sit back and I. And I remember eighth grade. He gave Andy a, a good run for his money on the yeah. hundred. <laughs> Like it was between Andy and Jeff a lot of times, and then like you said, he fell through. And then I still laugh at it. At that time, Jeff Andy was like the fastest white boy. Period. Because if you looked at the 100, the the finals, it was like all black dudes and just Andy right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> you just see like how this little skinny white dude amongst all these dudes, and then by the end of the meet, you'd be like, "Yep, there it is. That's why yep. number one and number two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, I saw. Wow, I forgot about him. He was a stud. But um, yeah, LC in high school. It's funny you bring up Josh from uh, was it Fall Creek, whatever the middle schools that fed into LC. Yeah, yeah, that guy in seventh grade when he graduated high school, he was the exact same size he was in seventh grade. Yes, I mean, Andy, yeah. he still is. I seen him uh, not too long ago. He's still the exact same size. Yeah, Jeez. they had. So there was two guys who ended up being better than him. Um, it's like Brandon Golden or Golder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Golden, yep. State. I mean, they were they were loaded. And that's yeah. why, you know, when we got like junior year, senior year, we were able to beat them as a team. I mean, I, was, I just remember being so pumped because Lawrence Central those years had a lot of studs. I mean, Brandon, I think, got a full ride to Purdue for football and they had a sophomore who I know ran track at IU. Um, and yeah, it started. It got super competitive in yeah, seventh grade. And it just yeah. went on throughout high school with those with those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the the weird thing is that I saw Andy, I'm I'm standing at the front doors of Perry Meridian. You know, somebody, I think uh, somebody was um, acting up or whatever. And at that time, we had to stand out. All the coaches had to stand out with their players when they caught the Northern Community bus. And so I'm standing between the two sets of doors and I happened to look over at the middle school track and I went, who in the hell is that little kid running around that corner? So running that turn so damn good. <laughs> I went, oh, he's pretty damn fast. So <laughs> then I went over and said, oh, so that's Andy Shive. I went, oh, OK, he's faster than hell. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the uh, one of the first things I, I, I met to remember seeing seeing Andy. 
The the other couple things is that I remember as far as big meets is Bill Self was always a big meet. Uh, Nobleville was the Noblesville meet was always a lot of fun uh, to do because it was over with relatively quickly. And then, um, one other thing, which is kind of odd and it only, this is an Indiana thing or a Marion County thing is the fact that we will run a meet in any type of weather as long mm-hmm. as, as long as it's not lightning. Yeah. And if it's raining, we're still going to run and you go to different parts of the state that doesn't happen. You know, we went, we took, I don't know if you guys were on the team or not. We went all the way down to Silver Creek. We took a bus two hours down to Silver Creek, Indiana, which is near Jeffersonville. We get there and a storm comes through probably in probably 15 minutes. You know, wind was real bad and we're used to running in Marion County. And so we get there. The storm ends, the sun comes back out, and we're ready to get going. It was just after the first event. And all those other schools that were there to go like, no, we're not going to finish this race. We're not going to finish the meet because we may not get home until uh, maybe 7 o'clock. And I'm like, we drove two hours? (laughs) And you're 15 (laughs) minutes away? And we got to drive all the way back? And you're ready to end the meet? We're used to running in this type of weather. Right. It's like with, when we were at the uh, we were at the county meet, and a storm came through, and we were inside the visitors' locker room for probably an hour and a half, and then we came back out, and it was foggy, and we still finished the meet. I don't think we got back home until midnight that night. You know, so we've had some pretty late meets. I know that for a fact. I mean. Watching the long jump or the the pole vault be the, the last vault. thing or the high jump being the yes. last thing. Four by four. Yeah, yeah, the four, four by, by four, four being the very last. That I mean we had some very long meets. But I mean, even for us throwers, it was our meets were so short and so quick. We were just like, up, oh, we're gonna lay down and relax the rest of the, the rest of the meet and cheer on our teammates. Yeah, and and when we got to the county meet, I always had to shoo you guys away from the girls to make you focus. Yeah. You know, uh, coach, I'm gonna I, say I, I have most of my girls that track me. I, yeah. I, I, I know <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. that's why I was, I was always walking around and I always had cameras on you guys. So, you know, you would lie and say, I'm warming up, and then I'd have to show you on Tuesday. I said, Now, did you guys warm up? Sounds like you're just all sitting around over there. Nobody warmed up. No wonder you suck when you ran. <laughs> <laughs> The stories we could tell about chasing girls at the big meets. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. That was yeah. good. That was the, but I remember, I'm not going to say his name, uh, uh, but, you know, I think Lee brought this up, you know, when he talked about how you were pretty intimidating. Uh, and I remember, uh, you know, and I go back to middle school, but I remember how in middle school, uh, you know, I can't say this is true or not, but, you know, I heard you got, pretty pissed you know at the coach and how he was developing players i mean his, the sprinters and, and and just pretty much overall uh yeah he sucked and, <laughs> so, I didn't say, and so i re- I just remember like oh man if we get over there coach is gonna be pissed and 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 so uh i didn't realize and that's the thing i didn't realize that 
like when Lee said, you have 50 to 60, you know, people you're responsible for. Uh, just to just to think about the planning and how practices are going to be, and just uh, and just the overall managing uh, uh, the track meet uh, just you know blows my mind. And then me being in like education, uh, just I'll, and I'll you know I'll be honest with you, I'm like I don't I don't even know they even paid you well enough because it was just a stipend, and I'm like I, I know <laughs> yeah. stipends. I know stipends like sure a, a, a stipend is just fifteen hundred dollars, and he's like you put in, you know, twenty, thirty, forty hours, just you know to prepare your, you know, to prepare us with you know a, this thirty or you know forty or fifty kids, and I'm just thinking to myself like, hey, go, you gotta have a, yeah, you gotta have passion to want to see this success, you know, to see this thing be successful because, and that stipend ain't that man a lot. I I can see the quality of that stipend for the middle school coach uh, because of the qualities that you got for it. <laughs> you well, know, the, uh, the, speaking of the middle school, I think the biggest difference coming up was, I was like, wait, we, we practice on Fridays. I thought uh, <laughs> you went home. Exactly. Nope. <laughs> yeah. I and while, while you're talking about, you know, the intimidation, you guys may remember, uh, and this is the most glorious thing. The, um, a la carte line at the cafeteria where you could literally get just a plate of fries for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one day I, it had to have been before a meet where I was like, that's what I'm doing. Cause that's awesome. And getting up to the line to check out and I hear a voice behind me say something to the effect of you sure that's the best thing to eat today. And I look back and if it isn't coach Jay and I may have uh, soiled myself a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Because you're at the point of no return, right? You're paying for your food, but <laughs> too late to grab that salad. So, well, yeah. well you know, and his for, room was right next door to the cafeteria. His office, I mean, his room was right there, to, right across the street from the. I mean, right across the hall from the cafeteria. I well, yeah, I, I can. I mean, I had to go eat too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, I, I remember. Uh, I remember my freshman year drinking a coke or something, and Coach Jay somehow was right there, and he was like, "Shives." Yellow P at night means runner's fright. fright. Yeah. <laughs> and just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> he had so many of those one-liners. I remember yeah, I think the, the funniest thing for I, – I, I laugh because that story is we didn't have to go through a lot of the stuff that you guys went through. It was, it was pretty much lift weights and go throw. Um, and then we started really getting harder when it came to the fat man four-by-one. And that's when we actually had to run and do some type of practice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but with with uh, with the, with with those guys, I had Tristan and Ken that I had to compete against, and be like, oh, I got to be better than them, and they were both just monsters. And then after they left, it was just Dylan and Pat that kept me on my toes at all times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it, it, coaching is always much easier when you have athletes that compete. And guys that don't um, complain about the workouts too much. Uh, and as a group, you know, the four, five of you guys, uh, you did everything that I asked. You, literally, you know, the top, the workouts weren't weren't happy. You know, learning how to train somebody in a box upstairs in the hallways is tough. You know, we're, we don't have the the leisure 
that a Ben Davis or a Warren Central or Center Road that have these indoor facilities, we have to figure that out. You know, I had to learn to stagger you guys. You know, you couldn't two people couldn't go around the corner at the same time. Right. So I had to figure out how to stagger you. You know, as long as you stayed in the same spot, then we could make it around those corners and no one get hurt and we can train. And the, the only problem was is that we were running on concrete. And even at that, when we went outside, our track was in such poor conditions that we were running on concrete out there too. Right. You know, and it took me probably three years before they can get our track resurfaced. And every opportunity that I got to complain about the track, I did. You know, it's like the first time we won the Bill Self meet, you know, they came up and interviewed me and I said, you know what? I am happy because not only that, we won a trophy, but we're 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 a really good team. It's a shame that we have to run on a track that most of our kids come down <laughs> with incidents. And see, that stuff gets put in the newspaper and it gets back to the powers that be. Yeah. And then when you can document that, then the powers that be can say that, you know, maybe we should put in a new track at Perry Meridian. And it took that type of stuff that I had to do to order in order to get the get that track redone and help save our legs because running on concrete is no no fun. You know? So oh, oh we appreciate that. I, we that's the thing again, you never realize all the work that happens, you know, behind the scenes and making sure you got we had you remember the the boxes of fruit uh you know at the meets that we had you know that yep. we had to go through and just um just the transportation of buses and making sure that uh uh you know we are taken care of like i remember i just vividly just see i just i just vividly remember seeing you at any meet you know with a blowhorn and a piece of paper writing something down like right i don't know what it is but writing something down you have your blowhorn uh, you know, to, I never to, took those to the meat, by the way, I, my bullhorn, I never took those to the meat. It wasn't. <laughs> no, I sure? never took, I never took one to a meat. At practice, I always had it, but never at a meat. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe they, maybe they, uh, maybe, maybe then, uh, it probably was at, at practice. <laughs> and so, but I just remember just, you know, you always walking around and, and sometimes, you know, I'll see you up in the stands, but I'm probably, you know, just, you know, warming up or whatever, but I it just seemed like you were everywhere, you know, and, and then you and, had, and, you know, obviously coaches everywhere as well. But it just seemed like, man, everywhere. Well, that's my job. You know, that was my job. You know, I coach Thornton kept all the stats for me. So I I didn't have to worry about that. So he he took all the times. He took all the splits. He everybody would bring something in. If the throwers brought something in, he would do that and not would calculate that. And then, of course, I kept points for all that. And so that freed me up that I could film the hurdles and then I could coach the long jump and then I can get over and see the throwers when I got a chance if they weren't too far away. And then I could see the 800 and the mile and all of that. So I was everywhere because I wanted to make sure that I showed you guys uh, support. You know, I didn't coach you just to leave you. Now, technically, I could have, and Coach Thornton and I, Coach Clore and Coach Raker, we could have just went up into the stands and sat and let you guys just do everything. Because once the meet starts, 
everybody, somebody else is in control. The officials are in control. But I always wanted to be, you know, to show you your su- support, you know, wherever you wherever you were. You know, that's why I always came over to the middle school. You know, I wanted to see who was coming over to the high school. I wanted to figure out, you know, I'm looking down the road, uh, who could possibly be the four by four or four by one or whatever. And a- Andy don't believe this, but I always told Andy, I said, your best event was the 400. It only took me four years to convince him that, you know, and he didn't want, Andy never did want to run the four. And he always threw up afterwards. Oh, you know? yeah, it took me a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, in, my, in his defense, does anyone want to run a 400? I mean, that's... <laughs> nope. That's, that's, that's hard. I mean, it, 400, either you're a man or you're a mouse. <laughs> you know, and, go ahead, you know, Andy. At, at the end of high school, it, I think, I mean, the 200 was great, but... For me, nothing was better than the four by four relay. It ended up being actually my favorite race when all was said and done. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you guys, you guys still hold the school record with the four by four. You know, so I mean, you didn't see it. You know, I kind of saw it, and I just had to convince you that you will recover from that. It's like Ira. You know, when Ira ran the four, the 300 hurdles and then had to come back and run a 400 afterwards, you know, anybody that did that, man, it's tough, you know, and, and to be the a 100, 200 guy, you'd have to run six races in some of the big meets, qualify for the 100, that's one 100, and then you'd make it to the finals. You qualify for the 200, and then you had the finals, and then you're on the four by one, that's four races. And then you had a four by four, man. That's called the grand slam right there. I mean, at the end of that meet, you should have a stretcher. Somebody, we should have been taking you off. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. But, uh, I mean, and you guys, as a coaching staff, you knew where to put us. I mean, that's how we won the sectional over Ben Davis, which, and they were loaded. Yeah. We yeah. moved people around. And I can't remember the final score, but it was, I know it was super close. And I mean, that was, that was a one, big upset winning that. It yeah, was one, had, uh, 147 to 143. Wow. Yes, yeah, so that, <laughs> that, that's incredible. We just, yeah, just a lot of competitors. So, you know, one comment for Lee, you know, he's talking about how he's not as fast as us. I mean, Lee, you had some wheels, man. So I got to give you credit. You, you could fly. Um, but, but there was one meet and it may have been the, the race you were talking about earlier. You know, he hands me the baton, so I take off. I don't see anything behind me. We have a great finish. You know, the team's rallying. I turn around, and Lee is, like, bleeding from his face. He's bleeding on his elbow, his knees. I'm like, what the hell happened? (laughs) Well, apparently, and he'll say I took off too early. I'll say he slowed down just a little bit, trying to hand (laughs) me the baton. uh, He must have did an all-out handoff and gave up his body, but – (laughs) <laughs> I'll always remember that race, and that that speaks not only for you but the whole team. That's the attitude we had: is we will give everything up to win this race, um, including just being bloody from head to toe. So I'll, I'll never forget that a face plan. Yeah. Well, the full picture on that one, if you want it, that was at FC. Um, it was the first meet after spring break, and the reason I remember that is because I stupidly got sun poisoning on spring break. Um, and, uh, so on top of that, you know, I've got some, some skin issues going on, but 
I, you know, at this point in my life, I think what I've realized was, you know, whether I slowed down or you took off too late uh, or too soon, maybe it was just that you were just too fast. And so (laughs) one of those where I was, you know, as much as I could do and I, he grabbed it and I was like, awesome. And then I was like, wait, my body's still going forward. (laughs) About 10 yards later, I stopped skidding on the track. So, yeah. Oh man. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. That's Uh, good. That's all good. But we want to wait. That's the important thing. Yeah. 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 I remember, uh, I don't know I don't know why, but like every year, uh, our rival Southport comes out of nowhere with a sprinter that, you know, wasn't there the year before or the, you know, or the year before. And every year they have, they come out, uh, uh, which they, I mean, they compete. I mean, Southport for some reason, uh, was a pretty competitive, uh, you know, team. Uh, but they would always have some form of sprinter that came that just showed up that year. Just all of a sudden, oh, they got a, they got a sprinter that can run a, uh, you know, a ten five or a ten four. All of a sudden, like it wasn't, you know, the player, you know, the runner wasn't there last year. Uh, and I remember they, they, uh, the year Biko was a junior or I want to say a senior year. They uh, supposedly had a, a guy from, uh, from where uh, Biko was from. And uh, I remember Biko was like, oh, they do. That's great. Uh, and so when they was coming and warming up, I remember Biko picking the darkest person on their team and started running beside them. And it was like, uh, so, you know, just started conversating with them. <laughs> and, and come to find out, like, the, the guy he was talking to wasn't the guy that was from, you know... Uh, from Togo. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't from where Biko thought he was. And, and he was like, I didn't know we had a guy on our team from, uh, from a different country either. I started laughing so hard because he just picked the darkest kid that he saw. <laughs> the day. He and was profiling him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was too funny. I was, oh I, I'll never forget that. Hey, that was too funny. You guys remember when the news came and like filmed a practice? I think it's because we were having a good season. I can't remember why they came, Coach Jay. We we any? were the we were the team of the week. Oh. Okay. Yeah, we were the team of the week. Uh, Anthony uh, Calhoun. Yeah, he came. Yeah, because we had we had beat Ben Davis in sectionals. Yeah, I have a video of that still somewhere. Um, because it ended with Markeefe doing like a long jump. He had to clear yeah line or something, which he did, and everybody went crazy. Um, Yeah, which God missed that guy by the way. Um, Yeah. Um, cause he just, he, he was great key to four by one for, for numerous years, but I always remember the news coming and him doing that jump and everybody just, just going crazy yeah. at practice. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> and so that was pretty good. That was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. And so. Okay. Well, I tell you what, this has been a great conversation. We may have to come back and uh, do this again sometime whenever I can feel like I can fit it in. If there's, um, uh, Something that you want to bring up in a later podcast or something that we want to talk about, just let me know. You can text me or whatever, or we've got this trend going, and I'll see if I can get it, um, uh, make it a part of that. So um, I, I appreciate all of you guys uh, being on. You know, you were um, uh, a part of the success that I had at Perry Meridian as coaching track and football. 
Uh, I appreciate everything that you've done. You, as I mentioned earlier before we came on and before I started recording this, is that you've all uh, gone on and you're doing great things. And if I was just a small part of that, then uh, that's all that matters to me. You know, uh, I, I've always believed in moving forward. And I've always what you see is what you get. You know, um, my routine's always going to be the same. You know, even to this day, you know, you guys talk about routines all the time and we had a specific routine even to this day. You know, here I am almost 65 years old. I have the same routine I've had since I was probably 22 years old. And it's just habit. It's part of a lifestyle. And so I like to say last thing I like to say is I appreciate you being on and uh, I, I appreciate the success that you brought to Perry Meridian and the success that you bring into the community. Hey, thank you. Well, I mean, yeah. thanks a lot, coach. We're very fortunate to have great mentors, teachers, coaches with you right up there at the top, my man. So, so the thanks is to you. Yes, sir. I agree with that. Yes. I greatly appreciate the opportunity to, you know, you don't realize you have, you're around greatness until like, Oh, you look back, you're like, man, you're, you're around greatness. And, and so I, you know, I appreciate that. And, and, I think, every, you know, I can I, I don't know if I can speak for everyone, but uh, I think that just having an opportunity to to be around someone like you um, and the other coaches, uh, you know, kind of shape the, you know, how we think and how we do things. You know, my son's going to play one track and, and I can just just thinking about how he runs and, and like what would Coach Jay have him do? And I thank God that you know you weren't you know YouTube wasn't around when you were coaching because I'm pretty sure we would have been doing some. <laughs> like, here's another here's another YouTube workout coaching. <laughs> Usually that happened after I went to a track clinic. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was one of those things for you, Coach. I mean, you you were really big about us being on time, and you always used to say if you're on, if you're early, you're on time, and if you're on time, you're late. And I, I think I still use that now with my employees. I tell my employees that probably every day from something that I heard from you in high school. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and it was just really big on that. Well, I appreciate it, fellas. I appreciate it. And uh, once again, I'll, I'll get this put together within the next day or so. And I'll let you know um, week after next probably is when it will come out, probably about 7 a.m., and I'll, I'll send you a link to it. So once again, uh, for all those coaching Falcon fans, uh, this is Coach Jay. I, I appreciate everyone that's on this podcast. And I like to say that I'm going to continue to do my best, going to continue to move forward. And my final words are, go Falcons. Mm-hmm.